Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. everybody and a happy Wednesday to you all. I guess if you're listening to this in the afternoon or evening, a good evening or a happy afternoon to you all. It is Wednesday, just about 24 hours before lock for the RSM Classic. And I am back to give you my top five fades of the week as we shift our content a little bit here. This is a little bit I'll call of a ripoff of the Against the Grain uh, pod or the Against the Grain article that I write each and every week, which goes over ownership for the expected slate. And then from there, I come up with my top five fades. And, of course, if you're looking for my pivot plays in this slate, check out my top five sleeper uh, video or go ahead and check out the Against the Grain article, which is, of course, free each and every week on Osmo.com. So let's go ahead and jump right into my top five fades here. Number one, it's going to be Matthew Fitzpatrick. And now Matty Fitzpatrick, granted, he's a decent golfer. I don't want to take away that. All these golfers are good golfers. There's a reason why I'm fading them this week, however. Now, it could be that next week or two weeks from now at the OHO Mayakoba Classic, I play all of these guys, but that's just how golf or PGA DFS ends up working. You just have to go with where the winds are going or go against the green from the way the winds are blowing. So Matt Fitzpatrick, first off, $9,900 on DraftKings, 15% projected ownership. That's what's getting me the hang up. He has no course history and his recent form coming in 46th and 26th in his last two starts isn't getting me excited to play a $10,000 or close to $10,000 Matt Fitzpatrick at 15% ownership. I would rather, in this sense, find $800 extra and go up and get Tommy Fleetwood, who is a third of the projected ownership and certainly seems to be playing just as good a golf as Matt Fitzpatrick. I watched Matty Fitz last week almost every single one of his shots uh, because he was on my big team last week. And, you know, that's just, of course, how it happens when... You have the ability to watch every single shot of the, the players that are on your big team. You certainly take advantage of it. Or at least I do. I shouldn't say you do. I do. Uh, and I can tell you that nothing really looked that good. Nothing, at least, that would want to get me to play him at $9,900. Now, granted, he might not miss a fairway this week with him being so easy to hit. Still, I would rather pay 500 more and get Hatton or 800 more and get Fleetwood. Okay, Harris English is my next guy. I've been fading this guy for about two years now, it feels like. But uh, it's, it's really since COVID's been back and... He has ascended back to one of the world's best. He is a local resident here. Uh, coming in at $9,700, though, this week with 17 projected ownership or 16.3, somewhere in that range. And given the fact that he's a local resident and not good course history, it has me a little bit concerned. Missed cut in his last one, 46th in 2018. 
though his recent form would suggest that he's at least not too far off of this price, a 28th place in his last start, a 10th before that. You can tell from his strokes gain ranks this year, he's really been doing everything pretty well off the tee. He's 46th, 30th on approach, 30th around the green, and 51st putting, which is certainly a good combination to have. So Harrison Gush, he's done everything but win recently, so maybe uh, the fact that I'm fading him here this week, he'll probably end up winning. Uh, but I can tell you that of these guys, of these uh, five fades, English will actually end up having the most exposure in my lineups. I'll certainly be underweight him. And I guess that's what I should have said at the top of this video here for my fades. What do I consider a fade? I don't consider a fade going 0% of a golfer. That uh, I should say that is a fade for sure. But that's not what I determine it as. I determine it as just simply underweight the field or half of the ownership of the field. However you want to look at it, it's just underweight the field. I'm going to come in underweight on Matt Fitzpatrick. I'm going to come in underweight on Harris English. And neither of them, in fact, none of these five guys are going to make it in any of my big dollar lineups here this week. The third golfer that I want to talk about, probably the best golfer on this list, at least in my opinion, uh, at least this in this part of everyone's career that's up here, is Louis Oosthuizen. He's coming in at $9,300 this week with 17% projected ownership. Has never played here or hasn't played here at the RSM Classic for the last couple of years. His recent form, he battled back to come in 23rd last week at the Masters, 48th before that. Let's talk about his strokes gain ranks this year before I tell you why I'm fading. I'm 108th off the tee, 87th on the approach, 54th around the green, and 36th putting. Okay, so Louis was $9,300. Maybe that's a little bit of my hang-up. But another one of my hang-up is I like to play Louis Oosthuizen on events where I know it's going to be a grinded-out event, where I know we're going to get a single-digit or even a mid-single, uh, a low double-digit winner. Sorry, I fumbled my words there a bit. So looking at like an 8, 9, 10 under, somewhere from 10 to 13 under, something in that range. And certainly we have gotten lower than that here in the last bit. So I just don't think it's a, a superb course fit for him. Again, I could be wrong. Uh, you know, he's competed at places like Majors, Valspar, and others. So that's one of the reasons 17% ownership on Louis Ustazen at 9,300. I would rather just go down and get guys uh, like even Sebastian Munoz, who's coming in lower ownership, lower price. Corey Connors, also lower ownership, lower price. And even Dylan Fratelli, who's much lower, $500 cheaper playing just as good a golf and looks to be a third of the ownership here. If I'm looking to go higher, of course, there's Jason Day sitting there at 5% owned. I don't know if I'd like to play Jason Day over Louis Ustason here this week, but ownership might dictate that. My fourth fade this week is Joaquin Neiman, and this is the probably hardest one for me to fade here. Granted, he doesn't have great course history coming in 55th, but his DraftKings price at $9,100 and his DraftKings projected ownership at 16% says we're not really getting a discount in either of those places. And why we'd need a discount? Well, he got COVID and has been out the last couple of weeks due to that. And we have seen some layover effect from some of these golfers that have gotten COVID and have since returned. We have certainly seen some bit of a lag in their game. We saw it with Scotty Scheffler. We saw it with Danny McCarthy. In fact, we even saw it with Dylan Fertelli, who I just mentioned. Granted, we didn't really see it that much with Dustin Johnson, given the fact that he came in second and first in his first two starts back after COVID. But Tony Finau has not looked the same. He has two middling starts there at the Houston Open and the Masters. So maybe some lay, uh, you know, long-term effect or maybe just an effect of not being able to get out there and practice as much. So Joaquin Neiman will be one of my fades simply due to the fact that it's his first start coming back from COVID and 
His ownership is high as well as his price. If he was 8,300 at 10% ownership, I'd be all over him. But he's 91 and 16 or 17%, so I'll take the other side. Okay, my last fade here. I'm probably going to get a little flack for this, but I'm going to explain why I'm doing it a little bit more clear. So if you watched my value picks or my uh, top five value pick video, you would have seen Harold Varner on there. And while I still think Harold Varner is one of the best, better values on the board, I like to look at my value plays for cash game lineups. I think that that's where a good spot to use them. But coming in at 17% projected ownership, which is much higher than everybody else around him, including guys like Joel Damon, Matt Wallace, Charles Schwartzel, JT Poston, all the Maverick McNeely, all of these golfers I put on the same par as Harold Varner. And Varner, he just missed the cut a couple of weeks ago there uh, in uh, the Bermuda. Sorry, Bermuda. My apologies. He missed the cut in Bermuda on a seaside course that experienced a lot of wind on Friday. Well, if you look at the expected weather or expected forecast for this week. It looks like we're going to get colder temperatures with some pretty brisk 20 mile per hour winds there in Seattle and Georgia. So if wind is really a factor here for Harold Varner, I don't know that I like him here this week at 20 projected ownership or close to at 17, uh, especially when there are other values, like I said, right in that range of 7,400. So even though he's got a top 25 here last year, 23rd and 68th in his course history, coming off the 15th in Houston, I'm going to take the other side in GPPs and in my main lineups this week. Again, my cash game lineups, I probably will likely have Harold Varner in there because I think he presides some pretty good value in that range. But for GPPs, I'm going to look for the leverage and hope that maybe we just get a middling performance from Varner, something like a made cut, but something in the 40th or 50th, which would certainly help you for cash. It wouldn't hurt you for cash. Let's put it that way. But it certainly would help you hurt you. Hurt you. I got too many H's. It would hurt you for GPPs if he came in 50th, but it probably would help you in cash. As normally when you get 6 of 6 through the cash line, you've got a good chance. A 6 of 6 through the cut line, you've got a good chance to cash. As you guys can tell here, early in the morning I might be messing up or fumbling up my words a bit. Uh, But let's hope that I haven't fumbled these fades here. As we'll recap here at the end of the video, my top five fades, Matthew Fitzpatrick, Harris English, Louis Ustase, and Joaquin Neiman, and Harold Varner. Of course, if you're looking to see if the guys that I am focusing on this week, guys that I am playing, that I'm playing overweight, that I'm playing in my big dollar lineups, come become an Awesome Plus member. It's a great time to do so. We've got some two uh, tournaments where you're going to need a little bit more research. This one here, the RSM Classic and the OHL Mayakoba, before we turn the page to the new year and the Tournament of Champions in the first week of January. So join us for the week. Try us out so that you can see next year, come January 1st, you want to join us for the whole year. So for that week, Golf 895. You want to join us for the Osmo Plus uh, Weekly Platinum Pass, where you're going to get all of the sports, including PGA DFS, NFL DFS, and so much more. Just $29.99 for the week. It's the Osmo Plus Platinum Pass. So... If you're looking for more free content, of course, check out the Live Before Lock Show with Ben Raz and I tonight on the Awesome Mode YouTube channel. As we break it all down, we're going to talk about how we're dealing with the weather and so much more. Of course, the two-course rotation here at the RSM Classic. So until then, everybody, thank you all for coming by my top five fades of the week. Hopefully they all work out as my first-time beginner's luck. And uh, we'll see you again in two weeks for the OHL Mayakoba Classic. Thanks, everybody. Talk to you all soon. See you on the other side. Cheers. Cheers.